Dirty Lou. Cut Nuggets. I'm Lisa. I'm Jen. I'm Amy. And this is episode 17 of Mama Never Told Us. How are you ladies doing today? Fantastic. Good. Me too. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, this is a pre... Well, I guess all of our episodes are pre-recorded. <laughs> um, but we're taping two episodes at one in one night because the next time we would be taping would have been the day after my surgery and I have been talked out of taping by Amy. <laughs> of course, because I would have been like, "Do it. It'll be fun." <laughs> I just feel like she's going to be either in so much pain. I mean, if she's out of it from drugs, then yes. Like I might just record her on the phone. Just for fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll just make that the next show. But I feel like she's going to be in so much pain that it's really not going to be very fun. Yeah. Probably. I mean, we've gone through this. We've gone through this enough times now (laughs) that seriously, we all know the drill. Yeah. We all know exactly how the next few days, like the next days are going to be. She's not very funny during this time period. So. Oh, well, then we don't want that. No. No. No, because I was hired for being funny. I yes. do I do want to hear your um, dispensary theme song again. Oh, dispensary corner, dispensary corner. I'm here to get you high. <laughs> you can't see me, but I was dancing and snapping my fingers. Uh, I was dancing too. All right, cool. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's kind of good. I like it. <laughs> Thank you. I made it up while standing I'm, in line. I'm going over really? the... <laughs> Yeah. Can we trademark that? Can we trademark trademark? And bef- I think we're going to have to have this a segment and I'm going to have to start visiting some dispensaries just to help you out. Well, I do have to say um <laughs> Anthony was really nice and helpful for me and he has the same feeling about people that I do where he <laughs> kept explaining while I wait I had to wait 6 minutes for my car and he was like why do these people have this sense of entitlement? Why do they think that they oh. can park in the medical parking or patient only parking when they want, you know, recreational? And I'm like, I don't know, Anthony, but I totally agree with you, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then I felt bad for the Lyft driver who one had to drive me to the dispensary, <laughs> but mostly for the one who had to drive me home with a bag full of goodies. <laughs> You probably should have tipped him with a mint or something. <laughs> I will not waste <laughs> my gonna uh, say I would edibles on a Lyft driver. I'm sorry. True. I do love Lyft. If well, you, you want to send me free rides. They're driving. Yeah, that's good point. <laughs> yeah, Jennifer. <laughs> wow, Amy, that's usually a kind of point you would make. <laughs> What's wrong with you tonight? Any of you ladies have good stories for us this week? Still no. Oh, Jennifer. So I did finally have some kind of new experience. I don't know if it's a great story, but we'll see. I'll tell it anyways. We'll yeah, let you, you know. guys can judge. Um, but I'm sharing with fellow people. So as a massage therapist, I'm always on the lookout for like new ways to decrease pain or tightness, like for my clients or for myself, um, just so that as people need it, I can recommend it or not. So A friend and I went to a flotation tank. And so this is a tank of water that has 1,600 pounds of magnesium 
in it. Mm. So you isn't it poisonous? No. So it's like Epsom salt, like extreme. Okay. So a lot of people take Epsom salt baths when they are achy. Right. 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 Okay. Okay. Wait. Then what is in milk of magnesium? I don't know. Don't ask me any questions. It is a good question. I have no answers for you whatsoever. Can I ask though um, where (laughs) the tank was? (laughs) He's like, I wish I wouldn't have brought this up. Like, did you have to go to a, like a tank place or was it in a massage place? It's a tank place. So they have tank places. There are tank places. So I went to a tank place. What does it look like? And did you wear a tank top? (laughs) God, I should not. This is why I don't talk. (laughs) Why wouldn't you say, do you have any stories? And I say, nope. No, but I was curious. Like, was it like you walk in and it's just like a room full of tanks with ladders <laughs> on the side of them that you climb in and get in? Okay. Okay. So <laughs> you guys haven't even given me a chance to get to the tank. Place. Right. You're right. Okay. Right. So, so you're I walk in the car. In. I'm still in the car. Okay. I get- <laughs> Who's driving? <laughs> what were you wearing on your head? A tank top? <laughs> oh. Tank shorts. Are the pink shorts a thing? I don't know. No. Trademark. No. Okay. <laughs> now <Tank>. they are. <laughs> um, oh, my God. If you have, like, little strings over – yeah, I could totally imagine. If you have, like, the little <laughs> G-strings over your hip bones, but then the actual, like, shorts were, like, a little bit below the hip bones. Ooh. That would be tank, That would be that really would be cute. Tank shorts. They do it, but they're calm thongs showing <laughs> thong, underneath thong, but if you made it a one piece, it would be a tank short trademark. Trademark. Okay. So went to this place and it's like a lobby that makes you very relaxed. So it's the relaxing music and it's the, it's very much a relaxing place. Okay. So picture like a spa atmosphere. Oh, okay. Okay. So that's what they go for. That's the whole thing. So it's not industrial looking. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Thank you. You guys are like climbing into like a factory like tank (laughs) with a bunch of tanks with all these tubs and everyone's in separate ones and you're like looking around like don't look at my guns are standing outside them. (laughs) Oh my god! Oh shit! I'm gonna take you guys there once just to watch this. Um. Okay. So you walk in and then they go ahead. So the one. Oh, it's going to be a long, long... Have another drink. (laughs) Have another sip of your vodka. Um, So you... For this place I went to, you could be naked. Oh, Once you're in the tank. Not in the lobby. Is it in a private room? Yes, It's not the industrial factory that we have been picturing. No, it's not a big pool and you all like soak in the pool together. You're all alone. Okay, so were you naked with your friend? No. That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> that's a whole nother podcast. No. Okay. So the part of the whole flotation tank thing is also the sensory deprivation deal. So yes. it's taking if you wanted to, you could take away you put in earplugs to protect your ears anyways, but then you could also turn off any music that's playing. You could turn off the lights. So you're in this tank floating without any um Outside. What's the word? Like outside influence on your senses. So you're, you're like on in your back? Besides touch. Or in an inner touch. tube? Or? You're on your back. 
Well, because of okay. the salt okay. content, it's easy to float. Yes, you're on top. So your your chestises get a little cool. Your chesticles. Your chesticles get a little bit cool <laughs> because they're not under the water. Okay. And your toes get a little bit cool because they're not under the water. Well, so the room is cold? No, the room is... See, you guys aren't even letting me go. I know, we are order. terrible. We're like children, Lisa. <laughs> is the yes. water warm? <laughs> yes. Okay, so you go into your individual rooms. The door is shut and locked. You are alone. You are not with a group of strangers. You remove your clothing in some places. Some places say to wear a bathing suit. Did you go naked? I went naked. I would like to know why some say bathing suit and some say no. I don't know. I didn't question that much. Yeah. I just went. Was okay. your friend naked with you? No. No, she's in a different room. They're in their own oh. rooms. Even I know that. Oh, God, Lisa, catch up. Jeez. I just want to know if there's an announcement that you need to make. <laughs> no. She told me, yeah, you've got some drama for this podcast tonight. <laughs> Don't want no so drama. This, this, no, 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 no drama. Oh my God. This story <laughs> is taking forever, by the way. Um, and it shouldn't. Um, so then you shower and you get rid of all your like oils and lotions and all of that stuff. And you open this little door and you get in this little like eight by six room and it has about a foot of warm, like body temperature water mm -hmm. and you lay down in it and you float for an hour and then you can turn off the music if you want. Like they had ocean waves going on. So I turned that off and you can turn off lights if you want. And then you just like sit there for an hour and float. Okay. Yes. Now <laughs> is the time for questions. <laughs> I have nothing to say. And I'm now you have nothing. Great. Um, how okay. did the salt burn your vagina? That amount of no. salt going into it. No. And also they do have like, if you have cuts or something, um, petroleum jelly, like while you're showering everything, you can put petroleum jelly over cuts or anything that you have so that they wouldn't, but my vagina was fine. Okay. But I, <laughs> thank you for asking. I okay. don't want to stick my hand into a jar of petroleum jelly that others have been using. No, no, no. It's like a little individually wrapped like packet. Oh, of petroleum okay. Jelly just for you. I um, just picked your pubic hair in it. No, it's not for your vagina. I want to ask about your frame of mind while you were floating. Were you like relaxed? <laughs> were you consciously thinking I need to float? Were you thinking <laughs> like, what okay. were you thinking? Okay. So you have no option, but to float. You can't because not float. <laughs> Can it's you salt. swim? No, not. I mean, no, like, no, so it's not big enough to like swim in it. You can't do laps. It's <laughs> an eight by six. <laughs> It's an eight by six tank. Oh, you okay. Down in it, and you you can't do anything but float because it's all salt. And so as you float, you kind of bump into the walls a little bit, and you kind of veer off, and you bump over on the other side, and you kind of twist around, like circle around. Um, okay. Um, would you recommend doing it high? <laughs> Like Lisa is right now. I'm obviously. not. Well, I you seriously should be. am not. You should be. Um, the next one I'll do high. I would not 
the first time they they do strictly have a policy like no alcohol beforehand, no drugs beforehand. Why? Um, oh. Because because you're it's risk. just not. Yeah, it's just it's a liability thing. Like how just deep is the water? Walk. A foot. It's only you can't drown in it because you're floating. It's all salt. You can right? drown in an inch of water, but you can't but in this you, water. But it's salt. I'm just saying. Okay, so it's about like ten to twelve inches. Um, but liable, so like even for massage, like I can't massage anyone who's had any alcohol or drugs in their system. Like you just can't do that. Why? Because it's wrong. Because your your senses are not like aligned. What? Okay, I get that. I get that. Your senses are off, so you can't be. Yeah, so you can't. You don't want to. You could you do something wrong that might hurt them someone. the next day. Right, and they're oh, okay. just not aware of it at that time. So you I gotcha. need them to be very aware of what's happening with their body at all times. That makes sense. <laughs> Lisa, what did you say about gargling water? Um, if your throat hurts, <laughs> can you gargle no. the water? Okay, no. how do they clean the tubs? They have a filter system. And I did not memorize that, but they do have it clearly <laughs> written I'm out on the website. I'm if someone's, maybe their cooter isn't as clean as yours is. They bring in debris. I don't want their debris in mine. I'm sure Cooter. they have different water. They have a filter system. Um, was it expensive? That's a good question, Jen. The only um, good one we've had so far. The only good one I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> so for this place, like the intro session, like your first time was, I think it was 60 bucks for an hour. Huh. An hour? Amy, were you able to do that for an hour? Yeah. What about your claustrophobia? Okay, so good question, John. Oh my god, I'm like I was fucking on about fire that. tonight. No. Oh. Don't. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> I win. God. Oh my god. Um, so what I did, I did ask the lady as she was giving us the little tour around. So what I did at first was um I the, so the door doesn't close. It's kind of one of those doors that sits on the platform like there's no latch if that makes us like sense you said it locked. makes sense no it doesn't lock oh my god no no the door to like the little changing room locks so that you can put your there and your clothes there and you don't have to worry about someone coming in when you're in the tank oh the tank is actually just this little door that kind of just sits against the wall so you don't feel like there's no latch oh. there's no lock so for someone who's claustrophobic it's okay. not horrible at first i did have a um, washcloth like kind of in between just because i wanted to see how i would react because i am so weird about it um but then like cooler air was kind of coming in and i was a little cold so i took out the washcloth and closed it and i was fine with it because i knew there wasn't like a doorknob okay that could do they have um weird. cameras filming you floating nude possibly <laughs> god. but god help them i mean if that's what they want to watch then let them i know it. i'm thinking of putting this in their water they're gonna want to see it what <laughs> what what <laughs> putting this in their water putting what i in was their water? pointing at my body oh i'm <laughs> oh. supposed to know that <laughs> um or anybody I knew else it. I knew what I was doing. Oh, I just assumed. Oh, okay. Oh my God. You know what assuming does to people. Okay. <laughs> so we've wasted a lot of time yeah. on this story. No, it was interesting. It I've wasn't never heard a of waste. That. 
What do they no, call I, this, Amy? Tank. A float tank. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it makes Not sense. Not that hard. Simple. Yeah. To the point. Yeah. Easy to remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. So that's my story. I like it. Okay. I have some questions oh, for God. you ladies. Oh, okay. So, um, you have to answer right off the bat. First answer that comes into your oh, head. Oh, God. That's dangerous. So, I'll think about it for like an hour before I even answer Yeah, Amy's never going to be able to do this game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what album would you bring to a desert island? Journey. Okay, you're not Amy. Oh, did you say Amy? Oh, what album, Jen? What Journey album? Frontiers. Okay, Amy. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, my God. You flunk. You're out. Wait, can we? I so did, I did not mean that. I don't want to bring Journey. <laughs> I joke. Please don't make me bring Journey. I want to bring Dave Matthews or something like that. Well, now you're not allowed on the island. I don't know why that came out of my mouth. <laughs> because in truth, you want to bring Journey. No, and Frontiers. Like, why that one? <laughs> I don't I know. I was like, I expected Escape. Yeah, okay. Escape would be the better one, right? No, I want I want DMB all the way. Okay, Amy. Can I get a mix? So if I can make a mixtape before no, I go. One album. <laughs> a mixtape. We're going to be here all night. <laughs> I want Phil Collins, this song. <laughs> and I want this song. <laughs> but- well, I have my death list on my play or like my iTunes that is like my favorite. Okay, so you don't have an I album. Die- <laughs> no. So it would okay. be that. Yeah, it would be your, your playlist. playlist. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yes. I would bring Aerosmith live bootleg. Okay, um, if you had to be stranded on a desert island, who would you rather it be with? Chris Pratt, George Clooney, or Tom Hanks, and why? Jennifer. None of the above. Tough. Okay, then Tom Hanks because he seems really smart. Okay, and- Amy. Yeah, dude, I'm all about Tom Hanks. Like, totally, he's my bud. We're friends. Okay, I'm <laughs> I'm picking um Chris Pratt because he's younger than both. So he would outlive them and be stronger to move stuff for me. Oh. Well, you Although, came up with the question, so you had time to think about your answers. Yeah, exactly. But actually, I'm still going with Tom Hanks. He's gonna be smart, yeah. he's gonna be grown up, and he can be a dumbass. He did survive on a desert yeah, island. So exactly. he remembers how to make fire. Or at least how to make a movie about it. Right. Okay. Amy, what book would you have on that same island? Um, I do know this. Um, Frenchman's French, Frenchman's Creek. <gasps> right? No. That's the name of it, right? By Daphne du Maurier. That's yes. my favorite book in the world. That I told you about. When I was like 14, Jennifer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite book in the world. That is an awesome fucking book. I read it every summer. She's the one who wrote um the... Rebecca. Is it? Oh, yeah. Rebecca. Mm hmm. Yeah. I don't like that one as much. No. I like the Creek. Oh, God. That's an awesome book. It's an amazing book. What would you bring, Jen? Frenchman's Creek now that I reminded her about. No, I forgot about the Frenchman's Creek. Um, To reread it. There's a book, but I can't remember the title because I didn't prepare for your quiz because I didn't know the questions. That's the whole point. It's about a low country island. Oh, that, by that um, chick? Yeah, by that chick. <laughs> um, 
Damn it. Yeah. Lisa. Okay, you both fault. fail because it should be my book. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? <laughs> what is it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Lisa now burns the signed copy she has for her sister. Oh, oh damn. <sighs> I would bring um, actually from Potter's Field by <laughs> Patricia Cornwell. So you wouldn't even bring your own book. I can write my own book. (laughs) (laughs) I know my book by heart. Um, I thought it was any book but yours that we had to think of. That's not what the question was, Jen, but I try. Jen, are you talking about Dorothea Benton Frank? Yeah. Yeah. Sullivan's Island or whatever? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's still not Lisa Scott's See No Evil. No. Available at Amazon, Barnes and Noble, or wherever you'd like to buy books. Which I've been thinking Which, about reading it again. It is an amazing book. It is so good. It's so good. And like you can finish I it like be, in a night because you just don't want to put it down. Others would have picked it. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Okay. What movie would you have on the desert island, even though of course you would have no electricity? So this has to be a movie that's like your forever movie. Go, Jennifer. Snatch. Amy. She's got to think about I'm it. Torn, oh I'm my torn God. between old school and Blues Brothers. It's old school. That's what Blues you're getting. Blues Brothers, seriously. Like, how do you... You can't argue. This is so much stress for Amy. I know. That's I'm trying to teach her. Um, but I would pick Silence of the Lambs. Blues Brothers has the whole like music thing. You bring Silence of the Lambs. You can only bring one. I can bring two. No, you no, can't. You can't, Lee, Amy. Lee, I Amy. Can. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever you are. I can. Oh, my oh, God. God. <laughs> no wonder you're stranded. Okay. Um, would you rather win an Oscar, Tony, Emmy, or Grammy, and why? Grammy. Amy. Tony. For dance. Why? I'd want to win a Tony for dance. Can I do that? Yes, Amy. I mean, Jen. (laughs) You don't even know. (laughs) Um, um, Because music. Music is my my thing. Jam? Yeah. You're a big singer, Jen? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I play- Would you like to sing for us? A bunch of instruments? No. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) What do you play, Jen? The kazoo. And the didgeridoo. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Lise, do you play any instruments? I used to play guitar. <laughs> used to. Oh, that's right. Jen, did you ever? You didn't ever. I never. I worked at a radio station, though, and I, I do. I, I, I dig music. Um, do you dig I would, music? I would, yeah. I mean, I would definitely would love to be at the Grammys as a producer, not as a singer yeah. necessarily, but a producer or writer or whatever. Right. Right. Well, they're the ones Got that it. make the money anyway. True. I'm not. Um, I would pick an Oscar because it's been my dream since right. forever to win You're an Oscar. Correct. You have a speech written out already, don't you? I do not, but oh. I want it to be for my first movie. I win an Oscar and then I don't have to do any more if I don't want to. But of course I will. Right. Because <laughs> I'm an course. actress at heart. I mean, you can't deprive the world. No, okay, because... So Lisa- 
if you want an Oscar, do you want to win an Oscar for screenplay or for or actress. acting? Actress. Oh, actress. Okay, so you're <laughs> so let's say your book gets picked up for. I will star in it. Movie, even right. though I am like I twenty-four mean, years exactly. older than my character. Exactly. No, actually, I know who I want to star in my book, and if it's made into a movie already, so. So you want to be the Oscars rooting her on, or for screenplay? Uh, actually, I was thinking of writing a screenplay based on that story Amy told us about badass women about that woman who ended up captaining the ship for her husband. And she was pregnant? Yeah, and I was going to call it The Captain's Wife. It started Ooh. coming to me while I was standing on a bus stop like I do most days. <laughs> you probably shouldn't. For no like, reason. I just stand on a bus stop just to yell at people. Start writing yeah, that, exactly. Um, Well, I'm not going to be able to really write for a bit. Dictate. Yeah, I could. Although those compu- those programs don't really understand very well, and it's wrong a lot of the time. So then it just makes me pissed off. Yeah. I'm so, looking up right now to see if anybody else has done a screenplay for her. I'm sure a lot of people have done screenplays. For no, her. for her. Oh. Oh, my God. Mary what? Catton's Voyage was the inspiration for a novel titled The Captain's Wife. No! <laughs> 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 see, I am brilliant. Oh After God. the fact. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You gotta speed that thought process up, Lise. You gotta Trademark. change your title. All right. Actually, <laughs> you don't. But okay. Oh, okay. Funny. So before we get into our topic, here's a few words from Talking Shiz Podcast. In a world of utter randomness, one podcast stood out from the bunch, and it was the Amazing World of Talking Shiz. <laughs> Sorry, I had to clear my throat there. Um, yeah, it's just mainly randomness. And focus is definitely not being not focused there. on at all. No. Uh, our podcast is definitely um, no theme at all. It's literally random and talk about literally everything and throwing in random jokes at any given time. Yeah. We're on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Hey. So go ahead, tune in. New episodes weekly. And we're international international very very well so tune in follow us on twitter see you there okay so today we're going to talk about uh, well a couple things about men um (laughs) one sort of like why what they don't understand about women and sort of why women have fear and i would like to give an example when the Me Too movement started, a girl wrote a video or a song and it became like viral about what women fear. And um, I posted it and some asshole went after me saying I was generalizing that all men are, you know, saying I'm saying all men are bad. And I told him that the song was not about all men. It was about what women go through every fucking day, what we worry about, like walking down the street or having to live on the first floor apartment or um, like when we can go jogging or being in an elevator alone or a parking garage or what we have to think about. It wasn't about him. Right. You know, it's the actions of some men that have made us have to fear. Right. You know, so I think men need to understand that. 
I think so too. I mean, I think definitely when we're talking about quote, you know, men, we're not necessarily talking about someone in particular, but yeah, there are definitely cases out there that it's a necessity now that we need to think about these things and we need to be fearful of these things. And it is because of men. Yes. I'm sorry. You're a man too, dude, but. And we're not going to feel safe just because you tell us, Oh, I'm not like that. No, I need actions. Fucker. Yeah. No. Right. And it's just the fact that they don't have to think that way. So they don't understand. No. How much thought we have to put into certain either transportation areas or parking areas or times of the evening that we're leaving places. They just don't get it because that's not their second nature. But for women, it is our second nature. Like that is immediately where our brains go. Mm-hmm. And so we're always thinking about that. Yeah. And you know what? And honestly, everybody, we're fucking tired of it. I mean, I'm sorry, but we're tired. As soon as you're fucking reach puberty, you're fucking subjected to people making comments on you when you walk down the street, you know, relatives even or whatever, anybody making comments about the fact that you're now becoming a woman and then people are noticing things and you're getting cat calls and people are being inappropriate. And I mean, as soon as you become this woman, this is what we have to deal with in our lives. I wonder if Jennifer's upset about this. This subject pisses me off. You feel very strongly. It's just not fucking fair. And then to get shit from these men who don't have to deal with this shit every day is bullshit. Mm -hmm. Don't condescend to us. Don't patronize us. You don't know what we have to deal with every fucking day. Right. No, I mean, you're right. Like, yeah, you're totally right. Yeah. And the thing is, like, like we can be fooled by men, obviously. Like, my second husband showed no signs of abuse um, prior to the marriage. And I was in, it wasn't until, like, I was, we were on our honeymoon, and I was out of the country and isolated that it started. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's like, that was like two and a half years of nothing. Right. And then... Bam! Like, you know, but it's like, we don't want to walk down the street and you honk at us. It's not fair. It's not fair what we have to deal with. No, it's not. Like, when you're at work and, like, you should only notice how I work. You shouldn't notice how good I look. My okay, boss. Okay, so I have, a, I have a funny story about this. This was a piss Jennifer off. Like, nobody's business. Oh, my. So... <laughs> So when I was, um, so I was what, probably late twenties or so and, uh, working at a company and I was going through the divorce and I, at the company that I was working at, uh, at that time, I got three different proposals from one of them being a manager of the company, two of them being coworkers of, um, sugar daddies. So that if I, um, gave them what they wanted mm-hmm. at a, sp- a frequency, um, they would give me certain amounts of money. <laughs> and this was completely seen as like normal in that group. So a hooker. Yes, basically. They call the sugar daddy. Well, I don't know. If there was a billionaire, <laughs> I'd be might sort of be like signing on for it. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm not young anymore, but I don't know. Yeah, but I if to like a ninety-year-old guy, you might be a a, a sweet no. piece. I could not have Anna Nicole Smith my life away. I no, I'm sorry. I do have standards. 
Yeah, I think um, men need to understand, like really understand. One, I am, okay, for me, I can speak for me. Like, I'm not a stupid idiot, you know? I am an intelligent person. I can put two sentences together. I don't need you to take care of me. I don't need you to, but I do want to feel like I'm protected when I'm out. Like, I don't have to fight for you. Like, right. That should not be how I feel ever. Like, oh God, if we're in a bar fight, I'm going to have to get involved, you know? (laughs) And I, but I would like to still have someone hold my door or hold my coat or, you know, something like that. I don't need that shit. Don't need it. I don't want it. Don't need it. I want you to treat me like a fucking person, not like a man, not like a woman. I want you to treat me like a fucking person. Well, I don't think what I'm saying is treating me like a A woman person. Well, I am a woman. I know. But do you need someone to hold your door for you? No, but I think it's nice sometimes. Okay. You know, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying I don't. I don't. I don't need that. Yeah. But I think men have to understand that. Like, everything's not a frat party. You can't talk to us like we're guys. I don't need you to be like, dude, my dick's so hard right now. Like, what the fuck? See, it depends on how it, like, (laughs) I find humor when men are idiots and talk about (laughs) stupid stuff um, just because it's humorous to me. And I don't get offended by much and I'm not sensitive to much. So I just kind of think it's funny if they just kind of <laughs> talk about stupid things to me it's just humorous to me it's well, just maybe comedy. it's having a daughter that makes me think differently yeah that could be totally yeah um and also just tired of it um the other thing that men i think don't get is like when we're like bitching about somebody at work or friends or even family members we just want to vent but yes. then they get even more pissed than we are and then it's almost like they're venting you know what I mean? Right. And you're like then defending your friends or defending you yeah. know, your family because now you feel like you're being attacked because it's like people you're close to. You know what I mean? I think a lot of times you just want men to understand. You just want to fucking talk. You don't need them to fix it. You don't need them to, you know what I mean? Well, that's why I I say, okay, I need to vent. And then I just go and they know. Right. But I feel like I have to fix everything. So I'm, no, I'm, I'm the like same a guy way. in that sense. So that I, I mean, I've even said to you guys, like, hey, if you're just calling to vent, I'm not the person. If you want to fix this, right. then keep on going because I'll mm-hmm. do that. But if you're going to vent, I'm just going to try to fix. I'm not going to be the sympathetic heir that you need right mm-hmm. now. You know, so I, I tend to be that person anyways but i totally get jen where you're saying like sometimes you just need to vent and not have someone try to sit there and fix it and like give their ideas we're perfectly capable of fixing our own shit we're not you know what i mean we're not talking about it because we need you to solve it we're talking Mm -hmm. about it because we need to get it out you know what i mean we're we're perfectly capable of solving this we just need to fucking get it out and you know that's the other thing too is like you know when obviously someone when you're upset you know, and they're like, well, what's wrong? And you just say, nothing's wrong. I'm fine. And the well, thing then they is- need to run. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes it's like, I just, I don't want to talk to you about, th- you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. Just if I say I'm fine, leave, leave, leave it alone. alone. Leave it alone. Mm-hmm. You know, 
Yeah, and yeah. it almost seems like that's a red flag to them. Like, yeah, and oh, I, I got to keep talking. I have to keep talking. I have to keep asking. It's like, no, it literally will save your life if you shut up right, right. now. <laughs> right, and I get that. Like, they're try- they want to help. They want to fix it. They want to, you know what I mean? And I get their side of it. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying is like, these are the things we wish men could understand is like, sometimes I might talk about something, not because I need you to solve it for me or fix it for right. me or, or bitch alongside with me. <laughs> I right. just want right. to be the one bitching and you just be my soundboard, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I and, think also yeah. men need to understand why they need to put the seat down. Yes. I think so too, Lise. Because seriously, one, you guys cannot aim to save your soul. I don't care how good you are at video games. You cannot get it in the fucking toilet without getting it all over the rim. And I do not need to sit on your piss because you can't fucking aim. That's your issue. Right. So you need to put the seat down and deal with it because you sit down too. <laughs> I agree. I have a separate bathroom and I don't share it with anyone. So. I don't care. I live alone (laughs) and my bathroom never has piss all over it. (laughs) And it's beautiful. I have a beautiful bathroom. I'd like to know something else. And I know we're trying to like help men out here to understand women, but uh, I don't think we're helping. I don't know. We're scaring them. (laughs) I'm sorry. This is a touchy one. How come when a movie's out there and it's got, you know, four guys in it and some, you know, woman who's obviously being objectified because, you know, it brings in the money. It's just a regular movie. But then if you reverse that and it's four fucking females and some guy who's being objectified, that becomes a chick flick. Hmm. Anybody got an answer to that one? No. No. When I win my Oscar, I'll know. Yeah. Thanks, Lise. Hey, Hollywood. Yeah, Think about that fucking fact right there. Do something about it. I also think we need more. If you're going to put women naked in a movie, we need to see the man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tit for tat, motherfuckers. Tit for fucking tat. Literally. And I don't mean just their chest. I want to see their peen. It's not fucking. Here's the thing. I don't need to see anybody naked. But stop putting fucking naked females in every fucking show and movie out there. Right. Unless you're going to put fucking naked males and let's just fucking, let's just do it all the fucking way because yeah. it's not right. We're out right. there too watching fucking TV. Yeah. I want to, sometimes there are certain men I wouldn't mind seeing their peens. Or sometimes I don't just want to fucking see a woman's fucking tits every fucking five minutes in a show. I know. It's like, put your clothes on Daenerys. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, so my thought process on that is just that, like in European cultures or in other cultures, like nudity is not a big thing. So, for females or males, Aim? For both. What are you talking about, about, Aim? I'm just saying that it's not like if you're in Europe and you turn on the TV, you're going to see nudity at any time of like nudity any of hour who? of the day. Nudity of, of women who? and men. Men too, because I've been on beaches yeah. where there's supposedly nude beaches. It's just women with their tops off. There's no men walking around nude. But but, but in I don't think about in Europe, Aim. I also feel like the U.S. is very puritanical oh, in our yeah. views yes, it of is. nudism. Yes, it is. And so nudism? I feel like nudism, is that a word? Trademark. 
I don't know. Is it? I felt like it was a no. word. Google it. I think it is a word. Well, I'm just trademark. Trademark. Nudism. It's not. I don't think it's a word. Trademark again. Nudist. Nudistism. Um, <laughs> <laughs> trademark back feel, on. Oh, Jesus. I feel like in some certain societies, it's not as big of a deal to see women's chest. Amy, I'm not talking about seeing women's chests. But you are. Okay, because no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not talking about seeing women's chests. I'm talking about the fact that that is what is used to exploit. It's used to fucking sell movies and TV shows. And it's, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's mainly, it's focused on fucking males. They're trying to advertise to fucking males all the fucking time. What is a male going right. to want to see in this show? Not what a woman is going to be fun- fucking comfortable sitting next to her husband or her fucking son watching a TV show and is all fucking naked females. Isn't They're not thinking of that. They're thinking of what does the man want to watch? Well, it's the same with – you're right because it's the same with advertising. Thank you. You know, um, beer or – like I drink beer. Hello. I don't want to see a model, a female model right. in a swimsuit bent over a car, you know, put a hot guy there bent over something. Right. And I think that they're changing. They're seeing that women usually in their forties and fifties and late thirties are the like biggest consumers of a lot of these items. And so they're starting to advertise more towards them and their tastes. But I agree. I mean, yes, the the norm is to go towards what are the guys going to like and they're going to put women out there. I feel like that's changed a lot. I feel like I don't see as many beer commercials for with women in bikinis. That's true. I don't either. Um, I don't either. You're I, right. I do feel like it's changed a lot as far as the advertising, at least. And yeah, you're going to have the movies that are out there, but you're also going to have the movies that are out there for the for the women. Yeah, you but know, those are called have. chick flicks. They're not like blockbusters. Yeah, like why does it have to be separate? Yeah. Like I want right. to see an action movie too, but I don't need to see tits. All I don't need the I don't time. need there to be a trip to a fucking whorehouse or a strip joint just for 10 or 15 minutes just to show fucking naked females for the guys who are in the fucking audience. I don't need that right. shit. But I still like action right. fucking movies. Right. Yeah. It's not fucking right. They cater to the fucking men. Because the men are the ones making the movies. Well, then there you go is our answer. Get the fucking men out of there. But I think that's the problem. And I think women are starting to learn that in Hollywood that they need to put, like, a lot of these well-known actresses like uh, Reese Witherspoon and Charlize Theron and um, others. I can't think. Nicole Kidman, you know, stuff like that. They're starting their own production companies. They're finding scripts that are female based they are hiring um women directors and uh crews and stuff like that and they're starting to say see we aren't taking this anymore you know i do appreciate the changes that people are making it's not enough it's not enough and it's not fucking fast enough no it'll never be fast enough but all the shit we've all been through it's not fucking enough yeah i think that we have to though um like we have to support with our pocketbooks like that's how we can speak about it you know so so like if you find a movie like it comes out and you know like 
all the commercials are, um, you know, tits and ass, mm-hmm. then, you know, maybe that's one you don't go see, you don't I rent, don't. you don't, <laughs> you know, if enough women do that, because, right. you know, we are the highest consumers right now as women. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, that's what speaks, we, you know, we hold the power. Yeah. Really? Yes, we do. Jen. We do. Women in our age range are the ones with the buying power. We are the consumer power. We're so also going to be the ones this way. But that's why every old Navy commercial has 80s music right now. Or that's why you're seeing so many commercials that like talk to women at this point. Or you're seeing like slowly like Ava DuVernay has, is like, and I don't know if I just pronounced her Shonda name right. Ryan. She is a huge per, like producer. And like, so you're seeing a lot more women coming up. Like it's not as bad as it used to be. Right. It's definitely it's changing. It's just a shame that it's taken. It's realized. 2020, Amy. No, yeah, yeah. Jen. But it's also 2020, and we also have Black Lives Matter still. I know. And we also have LGBTQIA plus issues It's a shame, too. They're all a fucking shame. Right. But the thing is, like, we also have to remember that the female vote is the biggest vote. African-American women can drive this election their way. Please. And save the soul of America. And I don't mean to be fucking a bitch or, you know, and here, there, there's me stereotyping myself just because I had a fucking voice tonight. Shame on you. Well, I think you're right on the sense, like when you said, I don't mean to bitch. That's exactly like. Yeah. Women apologize for having a voice all the yeah, time. Right. And yeah. like for me, like I understand that. Um, and I joke around like, oh, I'm a bitch all the time. My thing is I don't put up with shit. All right. So you can call me anything you want. Don't right. think I don't know it. I know who I am and I know I don't put up with shit. And the exactly. thing is, I'm not going to put up with your shit just because you say, a, call me a name or whatever. Like, seriously, that's not in make that doesn't make you intelligent. It doesn't make you smarter. It doesn't make you better or more eloquent. Like use your words and grow your brain. up. We need to stop apologizing. Right. Women need to stop fucking apologizing for being fucking women. Mm-hmm. And seriously, guys, if you bring up the fact like, oh, well, she must be on her period. Fuck you. Yeah. Like, no, you just pissed me off. It's your fault. I'm not on my period. I had a hysterectomy at 27. I haven't had a period in a long ass fucking time. (laughs) You know, that is one thing. Like when my daughter-in-law had my grandchild, the only thing my son could say is, oh, my God, she's such a beast. She's such a beast. Like he was so amazed at what she did. Like, that's what it should be, guys. Like, yeah. what we do. You should be admiring us, yeah. Like, what we do with our bodies and not every just for single day. Kids. No, we have to carry our tits around. It's we not, make yeah. milk. It, like, we and have all the other obst- we, obstacles that history has put in front of us that we have to fucking overcome still. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Like I had to, when I went to the dispensaries, I doubt the men in the line were like, I wonder if I'm safe. No, <laughs> right. No, they you never know? have and to worry about that. 
Right. And that was my thing is like, I was like, okay, I don't know if I'm going to be safe here. No. And then no, even if you I, sit there and act all cold and distant, when someone with a man talking to you, they think you're a fucking bitch. There's something wrong with you. No, it's fuck. We don't fucking know you. This is inbred in, in us yes. to be fearful of you mm -hmm. until you prove us otherwise. Right. right. And it's not like, and I just said, you know, it's not every man. It's enough. Yeah. It's enough. We have to be careful. And you know what? All those other men that are good out there, they need to understand that. I'm sorry, but they do. It's not you, but you need to understand what we're dealing with. Every day right. we leave the fucking house. Well, I think if they're good men, they do understand exactly. It. Yeah, exactly. And, and there are probably, a lot of good men out there. Yeah, it's the fucking. It's like everything else. Yeah, it's a small few that ruin it for everybody else. Exactly. But the fact is, it's, and unfortunately, a majority of them are ruling the fucking world, and that's the fucking unfortunate part of it. I'm sorry, but it's true. Yeah, but I think even the good guys, it's hard to understand from their angle as far as like just even the small things on the daily basis. You know, when I talk to women who have to park in a parking garage at night and they're having to return to their car late or they're going to the train station late yeah. or it's just the small things like that that men don't understand. And I've had conversations with a lot of men that, you know, when I sit there and try to explain it like, well, yeah, but we have to sit there and think about, okay, well, what time are we getting back from this meeting for work? And now we have to go into a parking garage at nine o'clock at night mm -hmm. and we have to walk by ourselves or we have to walk, you know, in a train station or a train parking lot. And there's a lot of, or even just travel as far as travel goes. I mean, that's a whole different story mm -hmm. um, that women aren't really able to, it's really hard for women do. But you do have to take different precautions. And a lot of them, I mean, are just not top of mind for men. I remember going to Nashville and we went to a bar like in the main, I can't remember what the name, like the main area is called for Nashville bars, but there's a river right there. And I remember talking to my significant other and saying like, hey, you know, what are we going to do after this? And he said, well, we should walk across the bridge and go to the other side. And I said, well, you know what? We should check like let's mm -hmm. let's talk to the waitress and check on this and he was kind of like hmm. you know like that just it didn't occur to him and when I talked to the waitress and I said hey we're thinking about going across the bridge and going to the other side and she's like yeah I wouldn't do that right now like I would stay over here and and he was just kind of like oh that's interesting okay you know like that's just not something that's ingrained in them as much as, as it is for us. And it's just something that they're not used to. Before I got hurt at the place I worked, I worked um, mid shift. And um, so I get off at 1030 at night and mm -hmm. I'd have to race through an area. <laughs> mm -hmm. And a lot of it would be deserted to get to the train to right. take me home. And then I'm on the train and then I get off at a deserted train station and the buses are no longer running. So I'm waiting for a car in the train station and I'm by myself. Mm -hmm. I am constantly like my head is on a swivel. Oh yeah. And right. you know, of course it's like, that's scary. When I'm out at, if I'm out at night, I don't want to take a lift. I don't want to stand on the street with my phone right. in my hand and then trying to find the right car. And I don't feel comfortable doing it at all. Like if it's going to be dark, if I'm like with my son, I've been like at his house and 
I make him come with me mm-hmm. and um, or he drives me home and goes out of his way and does a round trip, you know, to get me home safely because it's not comfortable for me to be standing in the street with a phone in my hand trying to match license plates at night with my eyesight and being vulnerable. And like the surgery, the first few weeks, I'm going to be out with a sling for mm-hmm. six, eight weeks. Whenever that it happens and I have to go out, I, I feel so yeah vulnerable and like easy to attack because yeah. I am not... At my 100%. And I know I will take my arm out of a sling and beat the shit out of you and rip your dick off and shove it in your mouth. But I'd love to watch that. I would love to do it. But I still feel that nervousness before I leave the house because, you know, you're incapacitated in some way. Like, right. Or when I first moved out to the city, my first place was on the first floor. So no matter how hot it was, I had to have the windows closed because it's on the first floor. Mm -hmm. There's no way I can open a window or leave one open. No way. Yeah. It's scary. You know, and we have to think about this every minute of every day. Before we go anywhere. And I think that's something that men need to understand and they need to, you know, you're, you're sitting there trying to hook up with somebody on a dating app and she's, you know, being hesitant or she's trying to be, you know, careful about how she does it. Fucking understand why. Understand why. Yeah. She doesn't know who you are. She doesn't know what you're going to fucking, what you're thinking or what you going to do. She doesn't know because, I mean, history tells her half the time it's not going to be good. Right. And that's what she has to live with. I mean, that's what she has to put up with. Understand it. I mean, and there are men who do. And those men are the ones that, you know, they make a difference in people's lives because they are able to see that. You know what I'm saying? They are able to see that and they do appreciate it. And they do understand, you know, they do everything they can to understand, even though they've never had to experience it. And I've done the dating apps and I was always very cautious. I never, every place I met them was always in public. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. And it was always kind of hated dating apps. <laughs> <laughs> I met the worst guys and it wasn't like they were um, murderers that I know of. Um, it was just horrible. It was horrible. Those stories. <laughs> Those stories. Horrible. Oh my God. Horrible. That'll have to be another episode, huh? <laughs> Oh my God. They are so hysterical. Like they can't even be true. That's what you think. <laughs> I remember sitting sometime of like in the dates, like, oh my God, are you fucking kidding me? It's hilarious. It's hilarious, though. It's good stories. It is. Good stories the next day. We're going to have to put that on in one episode at least. Just have a segment for your bad dating. Well, I put some of them in book two in my series. Okay, good. (laughs) Because they were so funny. I'm like, I have to use it. I have to use it some way. Yeah. So um, I think the main thing we can take away from this is that <laughs> Jennifer's really pissed. Jennifer's angry. She's no, very I think the angry. main thing is that, you know, men be aware, just be a little more aware and understand when a woman fucking goes off on a rage. A lot of it comes from fear. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Um, and I think that if you'd like to email us. <laughs> <laughs> Not Jen, but good luck. <laughs> you can reach us at mama never told us at gmail.com. And isn't it um, funny that this week Jennifer is the scary one and not Lisa? I know. I was not even <laughs> expecting to do that. I just, yeah, this, I was this subject just infuriates the fuck out of me. You just don't even know. We do now. Now, yeah. <laughs> 
And you can find us um, for all our social media contact information at linktr.ee forward slash mom never told us. And um, we will see you all after my surgery. Oh, we'll tell you all about it. We'll be taking care of her. So we'll have good stories about when she's on drugs. Oh, my God. (laughs) We'll try to record whatever we can. Tune in. (laughs) Yeah, really. So have a good time. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.